Fabulous Podcast. And today I will be again recording from my home. I'd love to say home studio, but that would be a lie. So it's just my home. And in fact, it's the outside of my home because I am pretending that it is spring. Even though it is spring, it was supposed to be a lot more spring-like. So unfortunately for me, I am basically wearing a sweater blanket or swanket. I thought it would be like cool to have like a nice different ambiance, different atmosphere. It's very, you know, naturey back here. And you know, the birds are chirping that they are real birds. Um, not, not like a white noise sound thing. Shout outs. This weekend I got to it was a surprise, completely spur of the moment, but I had to be up in Northern Virginia. I had to be up in Northern Virginia for a soccer tournament for my younger son and was able to get together for a quick dinner with a college roommate and her husband. And so that was awesome. I also very much enjoy when I'm able to go out of town on these, you know, not very glamorous um, soccer tournament weekends that sometimes I get to, you know, grab dinner or drinks with, with some of the other parents. And this particular weekend, I love being one of the guys, one of the dudes just hanging out, drinking beers, watching sports and, you know, just talking smack about whatever. And I was on a text thread and because they had taken my son to go to dinner, I was like, Hey, I'm on my way back to the hotel lobby. You know, do y'all want to grab drinks? And one of the guys was already there and he's like, did y'all leave me? And then the other guy on the text thread is like, dude, I'm in the can. I'll be there soon. And I'm like, you know, it's so refreshing to just be one of the dudes sometimes. And just, you know, I don't care. I thought it was kind of funny. So then the next day I followed up with the same line. It didn't go over as well coming from me, but I laughed a lot. So anyway, shout out to uh, those two guys. And here's to also catching up with another friend who's out in California. And apparently it is like the first time in days where she's seen a glimpse of the sun. So I hope everyone's doing okay out there. They have mudslides. They've got flooding. It's crazy. It's crazy. In just re-watching that part that I just recorded before, I realized why we love to be outside so much because the outdoors so pretty, but natural light is really not an aging person's friend at all. So I'm hoping the sun will come out so I can put my sunglasses on and then that would be easier for me to handle. The other shout out that I have is I've talked about this girl before. I don't know her. I want to know her very badly. I think we'd be awesome friends and I think I would learn so much from her. But her name is Erica Nardini and she is the CEO at Barstool Sports. And she has two podcasts or one and a half that I listen to um, pretty regular. And she has great advice for really anyone, anyone who is working, who's trying to find a job, who's looking for a career change, who's just trying to kind of, you know, manage life. And I think she has a unique perspective because she does work in kind of a masculine, what someone might call a masculine type of company and they were just bought by a larger company and so she talks about how their company is kind of transforming and what they're going through. I love hearing her advice about all that stuff and today I was listening to her 0.5 um, of the 1.5 podcasts and 
a girl had sent in uh, a question about, you know, how to deal with the fact that she uh, really wasn't getting recognized for the projects that she'd been working on. And Erica has the best response. And some people will like it and some people won't. But basically, she starts off her response back saying, this kind of sounds a little whiny, you know, like real whiny. You'd have to listen to the episode, but the her podcast is called Token CEO, and I just love her. I love the guests she has, and I love the Q&A that she has. So um, that's my shout out for the week, and it's free, just a free little plug for Erica and the Token CEO podcast. So now on with my episode. So the quote of the day. The quote of the day comes from the Nicoles, is what I'm going to call us, because my name's Nicole, and the girl who I was speaking with is also named Nicole. And we were talking about stuff and basically came up with this quote together. There's always a worse story, and there's always a better story. So there's always something worse, and there's always something better. And you're always going to be somewhere in between the worse and the better. So whenever something happens to you, there is always going to be someone who can be like, oh, well, I, that actually happened to me, but it was blah, 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 blah. And you'll be like, oh, God, I'm so glad I'm not that person. Or you'll be the person that's like, oh, yeah, that happened to me, but... It wasn't as bad as that. As we move on in our week and our lives, and as we kind of navigate the upsets of March Madness, there's always a worse story, and there's always a better story, and we're somewhere in the middle. Today, I do have a product. I have a product. I am not being paid for this. I absolutely, I found this by accident, and I absolutely, absolutely love it. You can get it on Amazon. It's not cheap. It's like 40 bucks, but I learned early from Susie Organic, AKA my mom, um, name, not Susie really, but Susie Organic's what I call her. But anyway, um, learned from her a lot about eating healthy and also the importance of sunscreen and proper dental hygiene and face, face, face care. I was looking for a zinc oxide sunscreen. And so I found this stuff. It's called Elta, E-L-T-A. MD Skincare. That's the brand. And it's called UV Elements Broad Spectrum SPF 44. And it's tinted. This has zinc oxide in it, along with hydrolauric acid and a couple of other things. And it's water resistant for like 45 minutes. So I have started using that as my daily sunscreen. Like I put on the moisturizer and then this, then that stuff. And I'm not going to say it's like taking the place of regular makeup, but it's definitely helping. And any step in the right direction for covering this face is always appreciated. So I love that stuff. That's what I'm loving this week. Check it out if you want a new sunscreen. Um, And just for those of you who might be wondering, like, I don't get it, Nicole. Where's Joe? Joe is fine. Joe is alive and well and living his best life with his cute little wife. I am trying to learn some things on my own and take the initiative to uh, figure out how to do this podcasting thing on my own so that I don't have to rely on him all the time. So we'll definitely go back to Joe. And so we'll have some higher quality videos. 
and I'm really sorry, actually, about the um, weed or the blower that's happening in the background. But anyway, I'm trying to do my best here, and uh, I hope, for God's sake, that it works. So, moving on. In the news. You know, I feel like it's been a super slow news week. Like, I mean, March Madness, everyone's brackets are busted. I think it's awesome that we have all of these upsets and underdog stories and just like people are like coming out of the woodwork with these different schools. I love it. I think it's great. Have I watched any of it? No, not really. I'm I'm not really a basketball, you know, person or fan. I'm, you know, hockey. So I've been watching hockey. We're getting close to playoff time, so I got to kind of figure out like who I think is going where and you know, who's injured, etc. I just thought of something else that has bothered me a little bit. So They have now decided that they are not going to allow fighting in the juniors in hockey. And I am not saying that I'm a super violent person. I am not saying I've ever been in a fight. I'm not saying I want to be in a fight. I am not saying that every other kid in the world should be in fights. But here's what I am saying. Hockey is the one sport that you can literally say and do things that you would not normally be able to do in a civilized society. I realize that our society is not very civilized lately. So people are doing things that they should be doing on the hockey rink or in the hockey rink, on the hockey rink. But anyway, they're doing it out in public and they shouldn't. But it's the one sport where fighting is okay and chirping at one another is okay and just Getting out your anger is okay. Please don't take that away. Please don't take that away. I I want everyone to be safe. I want them to be protected. Save fighting in hockey. Save fighting in hockey. Okay, weight loss injections are all the rage now. And I do believe the FDA has approved some. I have not... Obviously, I have not uh, had one or I don't know anyone who's had one yet, but I am interested to see what this does in the weight loss industry, in the, um, the cosmetic world, etc. To talk is promising Scout's Honor that they are not going to misinform or harm our children's minds. So if everyone could just go ahead and Put that baby to bed. Everyone's fine. It's going to be fine. To talk promised. Travel. I don't know if you guys remember I was talking about travel. Oh, cool, the sun. I can put my glasses on. Um, I don't know if you guys remember last week I was talking about traveling and how expensive it is. Well, now, apparently, I am being validated in the news because people are now saying that travel is so expensive that they are really encouraging their business travelers to like jam pack stuff in, i.e. multitask, which is such a novel thought. And I think any CEO or hiring manager or just a manager in general could have asked any mom with multiple children the best way to maximize their time in a place and they could give you that answer straight up. We didn't need two years after COVID to to come up with that genius idea, but I'm validated in traveling is ridiculously expensive. So there's that. 
Um, China and Russia are really happy together. They, they might even like go on a trip together. They might, they'll definitely go see a show or, and have dinner together. So that's not at all frightening or daunting or odd. I don't, I don't even know what else to say about that other than just, wow. Oprah. Oprah was just in Jordan, as my friend Molly was just in Jordan, apparently. I wonder if she saw her bit. Oprah was spotted, I believe, on an elephant wearing fancy cargo pants, which are now apparently going to be all the rage, which for me also, as we know, falls on the long and undistinguished list of items Nicole may not ever wear. And apparently along with the cargoes, we have just baggy pants in general. So it wasn't bad enough that the waists were high. Now they're just going to be like more balloony. So that sucks. That sucks basically. And I, I, I just need to see what the new shorts trend is going to look like because I could be wearing dresses and uh, long sweaters or just, you know, going back to the grown-up onesies pretty soon because I will not be on trend for the foreseeable future in the fashion department. Fun fact, I did try and buy some sunglasses yesterday and I did the uh, checkout, like the, the, you put your face in there and you can like simulate what they would look like. And apparently my, my head's so big that they were like, eh, we, something went wrong. There was an error. So you can't, you can't see what you would look like in these glasses. You just have to buy them. Now that could be just a trick, but I'm so gullible that I was like, of course my head is big. So SVB. Silicon Valley Bank, not to be confused with SBF, the Sam Bankman Freud, fried, fraud, fraud, just to be clear. Also, First Republic Bank, not to be confused with One Republic the Band, not at all, not at all. And Signature Bank, no one's ever fucking heard of. So those were just a few other asides I had from the non-existent no news in the banking industry. I will say this. There's a lot of anxiety going on right now around colleges and college acceptances and college waiting for decisions, uh, at least in the world of mine where I have two seniors. And it is definitely not helping anyone's confidence, and it is certainly not helping. If you have an anxiety problem, it is exacerbating it. If you do not, you are likely developing one right now. I would so much rather these colleges just say, nope, why don't you try next year and move on? And then come back to us and say, actually, I totally didn't mean it. Um, if you still want to come, please come. That would be better. That would be better, I think. But I was reading this article uh, U.S. News and World Report. So I talked about how a couple of colleges recently have decided that they're not going to submit their their information and be included in these rankings. And the article that I read, and I am not saying that this is the gospel and that this is what you need to actually like base everything on. I'm just saying that according to this article, they a lot of this information is, I don't want to say false, but you know, basically you can spin information any way you want to make it sound the way you want it 
to sound. And so a lot of these schools that have not moved or they've been in the top, you know, 20 for the longest time, they get things out of it for submitting their information. And it really does hurt other colleges. And so I am liking the fact that people, colleges and college deans and, and presidents and are trying to say, you know, we're not going to participate any longer because at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter where you went to college. Apparently, it, it's going to matter more like what your area of expertise is and what you studied. So for all of you who are like, I can't believe I didn't get into XYZ, it's okay. Because if you end up at a college, which you most likely will, if you really want that, it's going to be fine. You're going to study. You're going to make friends. It's going to be great. And you're going to be a successful human being in life. My annual OBGYN appointment today. And those are always fun. I love my doctor. She's real sweet. So I definitely didn't want to go in like unshowered. So I went ahead and took the time to do that. Pedicure was not done, but she'd have to get over that. It's not that big of a deal. It's really not. Don't let people tell you that it is. And much the same way when the boys go to the doctor, it can't be that big of a deal to have someone be touching your balls and cough. Like, come on, it, it, it's fine. There's so many worse things to have happen. Again, there's always a worse story and there's always a better story. So when I leave the OBGYN after getting felt up and things look good there, apparently, on the mud flaps, um, I got home and I was talking with a friend who I hadn't spoken to in a long time. She's a roommate from college and she has a daughter who has some special needs and she also has twins. Now, she did it in reverse order. I had my twins first, always the, always the way you want to do it. Um, but obviously sometimes you don't get a choice. And she was just talking to me about how she is so overwhelmed with everything that she has to do that it leaves such little time for her and what she wants to do for herself, i.e. work. Outside of the home, bring in some income. And I'm like, we are in the exact same boat. I feel the same way. It's extremely frustrating. I don't know what's wrong with me. Am I the worst time manager ever? I just, for some reason, I cannot learn all the things I want to learn and do all the things I want to do. It's like I need a manager or a handler. If you ever have those feelings of feeling useless, of um, feeling unappreciated because parenting, as we all know, is the best job in a lot of ways. And it's the worst job in a lot of ways because no one ever is like, oh my God, you are such, such a stellar parent. We're going to promote you to executive director of parenting in your house and you're going to get a fat raise and you're going to get a bonus trip to Cabo. That's not happening. Lately, I have been feeling like I maybe overshot when raising some children because I have two kids that are, that are technically old enough to be living on their own. And I have serious doubts if that's going to happen. And it's my own fault. It's my own fault because I 
parented in a way that was like, I want my kids to be happy. I want them to get all the feels and I want to be around for them. And I want, I want them to have someone who they feel like they can count on at all times when one parent isn't around. And while in theory, that sounds great. Um, it's actually not how the real world works. It's certainly not how I grew up and how a lot of my friends grew up. So I have now enabled, uh, a lot of just uselessness, uselessness. And so I was talking with my older son and then my younger son, separate conversations about the five love languages. And if you're not familiar with the five love languages, I think I've talked about them before, but like there's this book and it says basically like you're definitely one of the five love languages. You could be two, maybe even three, but there's usually one primary. And I have said time and time again that almost every male that I know is physical touch. And we all know what that means. And that's probably not ever going to change that's always going to be physical touch. The second place I have found is words of affirmation, um, which I like to call kind of just like the feels, the girls, the attaboys, the stroking, the, the ego, if you will. That makes it sound bad. It's not. It's not. But I'm sure you're telling the truth all the time. You know, just verbalizing these awesome thoughts about this awesome person and telling them how awesome they are. And so then the third one is uh, material gifts and items. And the fourth one is quality time. And the fifth one is acts of service. And so for me, my love language is acts of service. And if you were taking that down to the gutter, you would align that with physical touch, which that's not what we're doing right now. Acts of service, meaning for me, you are showing me you love me by doing something that would make my life easier, i.e. unloading the dishwasher, i.e. driving someone somewhere. Um, Maybe it's taking the garbage out. Maybe it's not ignoring me when I ask you to do something. Um, You know, basic stuff like that. That, nothing hotter to me than uh, uh, somebody doing a chore Love it. Love it. Love it. You'll be my favorite. My, my second one is quality time and quality time. This is a, this is a a very simple one. It is. If you have 10 minutes, give me your 10 minutes, no phone, no TV, no electronic, no staring off into space, no listening to anything else. Just give me your 10 minutes, undivided attention. And we're good. We're solid for a while. So acts of service, quality time. Those are my two. So I'm describing this to my older son and he's like, oh yeah, I think he said he and his girlfriend had talked about them, you know, at a certain point. He goes, well, I'm I'm definitely physical touch. And I was like, should I be worried? I don't know. But then, you know, I didn't go there. I didn't go. And then I started thinking about, I was like, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really shy away from hugs. And, um, you know, he would definitely hold my hand, you know, so that was true. That was true. And so then he was like, well, what are the other ones? And so I say, you know, well, there's material items. He's like, yeah, that's not because he's not really into brand names or stuff in general. Like he just doesn't care. And then I said, um, quality time. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, definitely not one of mine. And then I said, um, words of affirmation. And he said, 
Um, yeah, not really, not really. And I go, well, the last one's acts of service. And he goes, what the fuck's an acts of service? And I'm like, exactly. That's my love language. And we just solved the mystery of why we are polar opposites when it comes to getting along 50% of the time. Because my love language is acts of service and you have no fucking clue what an act of service is. My younger son, and so we go into the love languages and I say the, the, them all and, and my younger son's like, I'm definitely not physical touch. I do not want to be touched. And I was like, okay noted and he's like I'm really not gifts I like for people to tell me stuff but then it embarrasses me sometimes so I don't know if I'm that or not and I'm like what about quality time and he's like yeah I mean does this count does this count like us in the car talking does that count as quality time and I was like absolutely it does I guess yeah okay especially when I know I'm getting the quality time points with you in the car, then yeah, you could say that's one for me too. And I was like, this kid's way too smart. And then he goes, but you know, I think I'm acts of service. And I said, really? Oh my gosh. Well, what's an act of service that like really makes you feel like, oh, they love me so, so much. And he goes, making me food. My daughter, I can't describe this concept to her, um, but I can tell you what she is. She's all of them. She's every single fucking one of them. She is, wants to hug it out. She wants to hold your hand. She wants you to tell her how awesome she is. She wants all the material items that she can get. It doesn't matter what they are because she's a hoarder. She definitely wants quality time because she cannot occupy herself without an electronic. So therefore, she does not like to be alone. So quality time in any way, shape, or form is accepted. And acts of service because really doesn't want to do much for herself because why would you do that if somebody else could do it for you and probably better? So that's my that's my family in a nutshell as far as the love languages. But I think sometimes figuring out what the love language is or potentially what it is for your child, your spouse, your boss, your not, I'm not saying to, to love on your boss. I'm just saying like, what means something to that boss? Um, you know, is it acts of service? IE not that way, not that way. Again, like going the extra mile on a project or, Hey, I picked you up a coffee today or, you know, just thinking about others basically is, is, what I'm trying to get at and what I'm trying to work on here in our household, because it feels like sometimes one person is doing the lion's share of the work and that just never feels good. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I got video games to play. I got to talks to watch. I've got the new season of outer banks that I want to rewatch again. I mean, I've got stuff to do. I do not have a lot of time. Not so deep thoughts. So I messed up the the sounds um, and the video last week, so I'm hoping I can make it work this week. But number one, I have often wondered to myself, why isn't there a ruler app? And finally, I solved my own problem slash question. There is 
It is called the Measure app on the iPhone, and you can put in the the coordinates or the not the coordinates, the size of your phone, and then you can use the camera and the measurement app within that, I think, to measure small things that are visible with the camera. So for those of you who did not know that, that's there. An addendum to that would be, if you are trying to measure a part of your body and you're in the shower, it's not advisable to bring said iPhone and measure app in the shower with you. Number two, there is at least one airline that is in cahoots to make it extremely difficult for you to travel. I have now had a family trip rescheduled or the flights changed. This will be the third time. Now the trip isn't for another four months, but I keep having to go through and book new flights. And then those new flights are always, they always cost like a little bit more money. So I'm wondering now if this is a conspiracy to like, hey, I'm going to fuck your flight up so that then you either have to go to this hotel and spend the night because your flight is now super early in the morning. And then we're also going to fuck you on the back end so that when you get there, it's going to be so late that no Uber is going to pick you up. No shuttle is going to pick you up. You're going to have to rent a car and then drive your ass to wherever you're going. I'm pretty sure it's the travel service company related to the credit card that you're using that kind of wants you to use all of their affiliates. So I'm not sure if that's true or not, but that's my idea. And I am holding tight to it until someone tells me it's not right and has proof. Number three, Polestar might be the worst fucking name. I mean, who doesn't think of a stripper right then and there? Polestar, you're a star at the pole. And the way it's spelled is also, it's not P-O-L-L, like you're a poll star, like you are going to the polls to vote. This is a poll. It's a, it's a poll star. It's just the weirdest, dumbest name. Manufacturers of poll star, change your name. Probably a good idea. 